hacía falta para la calle. Un reggaetón que active por dentro. Esto se hizo para amanecer, se hizo estamina, toma tu vitamina. Bienvenidos a Radio Meneallao. My name is Vero Ayati Flores. And I'm Miriam Soyla Perez. And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we have a much anticipated Que Les Debemos Desde Hace Tiempo new music <laughs> episode. Do you really think people are waiting out there waiting? <laughs> I don't our know. New music maybe. Episode? I think I feel like you've been I waiting. I be waiting for new music. I've been waiting. You've been waiting. You've been anxious. It's just like I'm the only one. <laughs> you've been anxiously waiting. No, I mean, I think people appreciate it, but I don't know. They've been like, oh, it's been six weeks, you know. <laughs> I hope y'all are out there, you know, with your editorial calendar of Riley Manea <laughs> waiting. <laughs> bueno, we got some good shit for y'all, everything from like some like mainstream big reggaeton to like some indie pop to like mm -hmm. some more underground acts so mm -hmm. get ready yep. for the wild ride yes yes and we're starting with your pick although i love this too um why yes. don't you tell us about it yeah so this is my boom maldi of you know plan b fame mm. uh, <laughs> i love plan b <laughs> I know, right? God, que Dios bendiga Chencho y Maldi, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Pero this is just Maldi and his solo shit. So this is Maldi featuring Mackenzie and Jay Luna, and it's called Desde los 15. Let's take another listen. This is from Maldi's new album, Sicalipsis, and uh, God, just love Maldi, mm -hmm. love, love him. Um, you know, Plan B is obviously iconic, but I have to say I'm not really mad at the solo stuff that Maldi's putting out these days. Yeah, this is good. You know, at first I was scared about this song because yeah. it's called Desde los 15, and I was like, mm. fuck, is this about underage girls? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. really... Not a good look, but they no. make like a really, they make a big point that she's like, desde los 15, she's been like, you know, out there doing, per, like, perreando, pero ya son adultas, you know, like, they're like, ya son adultas, and so we're Gucci, you know? Yeah, Estamos yeah. bien. Yeah. That's a nervous moment there. I'm like, mm. Yeah, I was like, huh. Yeah. No, 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 pero estamos bien, estamos bien. Hopefully, um, yeah. you know, barely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's, a, I think there's a bunch of good songs on this album. Um, and I, I highly suggest you go listen to it. I think there's like some, some jams or some like good features. Uh, they brought, um, there's one song that I really like on there with Marvel Boy, who we've brought before, mm -hmm. who I really love. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's some good shit, but I think that the thing that I really 
truly need to discuss about this album is the cover. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. <laughs> ¿Qué pasó ahí? ¿Qué pasó ahí? ¿Quién hizo el art direction? Like, what, what's, what's happening? <laughs> you know? Did you look at it? Yeah. So tell me what you're feeling about this. I don't even know. I <laughs> just like, what's the concept? You know, like, cuéntame, cuéntame, amigo. Like, ¿qué está pasando ahí? Like, you're in a dungeon yeah. with like a pro dom, it appears, which like, yeah. you know, shout out to you. Love it. Like, right. I hope you're paying her well. <laughs> but like, you came through looking like you were expecting the spa. Like, what's up with that bata? What's up with those chanclas? That's very weird. A lot Terry of questions. Is a very strange look to bring to the dungeon, you know? Dame um, harness, dame leather. I mean, what maybe that's like opportunity. supposed to be under the, under the bata. <laughs> also, <laughs> no. like, the ropes in the back kind of look like hair extensions. I have a lot of questions about this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in what dungeon this is happening. It's, it's, it's toda una vaina muy rara that's happening over here. But, yeah. You know, like, and, yeah. pero bueno. Yeah. I just, I just don't know what's happening. Is Maldi, is Maldi a bottom? <laughs> I guess I'd rather him it's like if you're gonna make her show that skin you should show some skin dude you know which is always I mean never happens yeah, in reggaeton but this but. picture gives me top energy but here you are with the pro dom I feel like no entiendo I feel like yeah you know yeah no entiendo, no entiendo. right she has, she has like a, a whip lot in her hands going yeah. on it's like you look like that if you're going to spa castle baby I not it's to like, the dungeon that's not like what you wear to the dungeon somebody who doesn't actually know anything about that real world but is trying to like allude to it you know it's like oh let's yeah yeah no that's that's what this totally gives me yeah. like i don't want to like be all up in maldi sex life i don't know what he's into no. or what he's not into but la impresión que me da is that yeah. you actually aren't into kink like that no no so like then i mean yeah just like yeah just do better with it if you're going to use that reference you don't have to I don't think you have to be into it to have that as your like some sort of theme for your music but like do better like get somebody yeah. who actually knows what's Maybe going pay on somebody who like knows about the culture a little bit so yeah. that you don't get it catastrophically wrong <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I wonder how much like do you feel like album covers how much do they matter these days given the, like the ways that albums travel or don't travel you know like I guess you see it on like the art on you know this music streaming service and whatnot but I don't know if it... I don't know. I look at it. Yeah. I look at it. I'm just you like... I, I feel like especially when the art is good, like if there's like a very cute illustration or like the colors are right. beautiful, like, right. you know, it's like a part of like a whole like artistic package for yeah. me. And like, yes, not everything. Like I'm not listening to Mali and like checking him out for like the whole like concept behind the album cover, you yeah. know? Pero igual, like I looked at it and I'm like, bebe, ¿qué estás haciendo aquí, por favor? Right. Yeah, yeah. Are Plan B still making music? Are they still making music together? As a duo? Yeah, do you know? Yeah, I think they get together sometimes, you know? Okay, I like that. You know, but they're just like out here thriving on their solo shit, too. Yeah, they're not like codependent. They can do things separate and together. <laughs> <laughs> bueno. All right, all right. Well, thank you Cuéntame for bringing Cuéntame about this your next track. So this is from a Nikki Jam album that came out on November 1st. Um, the album's called Intimo, and this song is called Tequila. Está cansada de la vida, busco refugio en la bebida. Dice que cuando uno toma olvida, pero eso es como echarle más a la herida. Hoy te escaparás y te olvidarás de todo. Nadie te mandará. Ni te va a decir lo que tiene que hacer Un tequilita más Eso nunca está de más 
latest album Intimo it's an album that's like got five of the major hits that he was a part of in this last like year or so it's got Equis with J Balvin which is like pretty old actually um Te Robaré with Osuna Atrévete with Setch so like I really like this song and I really like the music on the album it does not feel like a cohesive album to me though because of those like hits Mm -hmm. like I just don't I just don't think that yeah, they... Yeah, just a bunch of shit that you released and you like... Yeah, yeah. So that's like a little bit disappointing. album. Yeah, it's a little bit disappointing um, because, yeah, there's just no cohesiveness. But I do think the stuff that aren't those hits, which are really good. I mean, he's like been part of some amazing songs. Um, and I think some of the better music that's come out, um, they, they have a more cohesive feel. They have more of like a mood to them, probably because he like, you know, like sort of when you think about an album... When I think about putting together an album, I think about the artists and the producers like in the studio together for like a week, you know, like kind of doing it, bringing a bunch of stuff together, and that's sort of a what week? I get. Or like month, I don't. Know, I mean, a couple of days or over time, you know, whatever. Like I know the process <gasps> yeah, yeah. is mixed, like, right? That's but fast. Like, <laughs> very productive yeah. album. <laughs> I know we're really fast. We just took coke the whole time, and now we're done. Um, but yeah, so there's more of a sense of like where there's a like creative process that brings them together, and I do feel like the rest of the songs yeah. have more of that. Um, mm. But I like I I love I love Nicky Jam. Like I've kind of been a Nicky Jam yeah. stan for a few years, and like yeah, I yeah, yeah. I stay that way just because I I really like his sound. I like the way his the choices he makes with the vocals, and like I just think it's really um, really good. What did you think of this track? I was very surprised when I first heard it because I was like, "What is this guitar music?" Yeah, <laughs> like, it took like forty seconds for the dembo to uh-huh. kick in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think that I mean I think it's cute. I like I like Nicky Jam a lot. Um, you know he's also like an OG, which yeah. is, is I think people. It's funny because like the music he makes now is like very like of the moment, but mm-hmm. he's like you know like one of like the reggaeton OGs. Yeah. But this like slower sort of like more like romanticon reggaeton sound. Um, is not really like what I'm feeling in this moment. I think it's mm. just like a mood. It's not really my favorite in general, you yeah. know, but like, you know, like I, it's, it's, it's not that it's bad. It's just like, usually like my mood that I want with reggaeton is just like duro, you know mm. what I mean? So like, yeah. this is just like, I would, I would probably like, you know, it's cute, but like, I'm just, <laughs> I was also like very surprised that I was like, oh, where's the, where's the dimbo here? Like, what's yeah. it coming? <laughs> Which I like. I kind of like being surprised, you know, and like that there's something different going on. I don't I don't know that I would call this romanticon because the song it has like a soulful feeling to it, but it's not actually a romantic song. 
Um, yeah, I like no, the, I mean like more of like a romantic sound, like a slow. Sound. Like, the other yeah. day, actually, like um, uh, Gata from Reggaeton con Gata, who if you're not following her, you really, really must. We're yeah. trying to get her on the show. But uh-huh. um, she was talking about like this, like sort of like slow sound in reggaeton right now, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, like, that's, like, it's part of, like, this maybe, like, cleaner, nicer reggaeton, you know, qu- nicer in quotes, right? Um, and I think that it has its place, and I feel like there's, you know, like, it's it's fun. But I think that right now, specifically, I don't know, because maybe where I am in my life or whatever, but, like, <laughs> I just, like, I feel like I want my reggaeton to be, like, duro and sucio and, like, right. you know, que me haga guaya la cintura, you know, like, so I feel like when I'm like this, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And I love Nikki Jam. Did you watch the documentary? I didn't. I didn't. I haven't. Did you see it? I haven't watched it yet either, but I heard it's really good. Yeah, I really want I really to. Want and, watch you it. know, Nikki Jam has, like, a really like intense story you know yeah, he, he like does. had a huge fucking downfall and I feel like the thing that I love about Nikki Jam is that I think that like nobody is more surprised about Nikki Jam's <laughs> current success than Nikki you've Jam you said that before you know yeah, what I mean like, <laughs> like he's just like out here like cause he like yeah. hit fucking rock bottom you know right. like right but it's and, like it's sort not of like, like clambered out it's yeah. really amazing it's not like everything's easy though he got married like last year year before to this like Colombian model and they already divorced <laughs> Pobrecito. So yeah, you know, I don't know like, the story of any of that, but but um, and yeah, I always wonder about him sometimes when these other, you know, when Balvin and Bad Bunny put out their album. I'm like, does he feel left out? Like, you know, like what is the, what does it look? What is it like to be have been around for as long as he's been around, and then you know, being part of this. I mean, he's obviously doing fine, but um, sometimes I wonder about the different dynamics. I'm surprised to hear you say you like him because when we were talking, like. Y'all love our like album deep dives, um, and some of those have been some of our like most listened to episodes. And so when this came out, I was like, "Hey, should we do a deep dive for this album?" And you were like, "Not feeling it." Is it? And I thought it was because you're not a big fan of Nicky Jam. I think you think he's a little cheesy. I don't know. Like I said, it's like this like slow like sort of. It's funny. It's like what I was talking about earlier. You know, like he's one of the OGs, but he's like really leaned into like this like current uh-huh. like yeah, you know quote-unquote cleaned up reggaeton sound right like he's like sort of like indistinguishable like genre wise from like your j balvin's and like you know like your others i'm not saying it's not he's not original or anything like or that his sound is 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 like you know his i can tell the difference but yeah yeah um, you know he's like like more melodic right now you know like he's like in that lane right now where it's like and it's i'm sure surely very profitable for him right um but you know somebody like Maldi, right? Who's like been around as much as he has is not in that lane at all, right? And right. he's not at the like he's not like at the stature of like a Nicki Jam in terms of like some of the plays that he gets, some of like, right. the visibility that he gets, yeah. right? Yeah. Because he's chosen to stay in like Perreo land, you know, like yeah. and for me, like I I. No sé si es nostalgia, no sé qué es, you know, like I just, but for like, I like that more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's been, um, diversity in what he's done over the years, right? Like in the more recent years, I don't think it's all like this vibe, but I hear you. I hear what you're saying. And like, I think for me, you know, you'll see like my last song for this episode is like that really heavy, like strong kind of perreo, like situation yeah, yeah. so it's I know not like I too. don't I yeah know you love so that I too. feel like I just have different moods you know like I can appreciate um different moods that that the music brings and 
Um, also, like Setch, right? I feel like is a is is somebody who's really um, doing super well right now and has more of that mood. Also, you know, um, has more of that like mm-hmm. chill. You know, it's like it's a kickback, right? It's not it's yeah, not like hard totally. on the dance floor. You know, so it's not just not just Nikki Jam, not just like and Setch. Or like you know, a is, cry on the dance floor situation, yeah. which is also a mood. Yeah, totally a slow cry. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing, I, the other thing I wanted to talk about with this song is um, tequila. I really, really fucking love tequila, and I, I worked at a Mexican restaurant for free for a few years, and so I got mm-hmm. really to know a lot about tequila and like the different types of tequila and like what is good tequila. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have, especially in the U.S. Um, and especially if you're not Mexican, I feel like your your experiences with tequila are like really horrible like rail tequila that's not actually tequila at all that you take shots of and you get really sick and then you're like, I can never try tequila again. But I never had that experience mm, because mm-hmm. I grew up in the South and so the alcohol we drank yeah. was like whiskey. So I'm kind of like, don't even touch me with whiskey. But um, Interesting. But I discovered yeah, tequila I later. I had that experience yeah. with gin. With I had that experience with gin and I'm getting back to gin now in my old ass age because when I was... When I was like maybe like nineteen or twenty, I decided I wanted to like be a fancy bitch and drink. I wanted to drink martinis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ooh, that's rough. I wanted to drink martinis. That's just straight up alcohol. Pero I love them. I love them. I love a strong drink. Yeah. You know, like yo soy caribeña. Like people, when I pour their drinks, they're like, "Whoa, girl!" It's just like yeah. that's how we do. So yeah. I love a strong drink, and I um, wanted. I was like, start to drink martinis, pero. Yo no sabía que esa vaina era tan fuerte and like where I was so like, strong. I drink four beers and feel lit. Like I drank four martinis and like was like, por el suelo arrastra. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Oof. That's a lot. I got and really you're like, you know, stop drinking gin. you're not like a huge person. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're a smaller human. That's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> four it martinis. was a lot. And I am a lightweight also. Yeah. 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 Pero there was a while where tequila, I was really into tequila and I would do these, um, I would like make margaritas. I probably made you margaritas at some point. You made me margaritas. Yeah. They were fucking bomb. I know. I'm not I know. into tequila like that. Like I don't really mm. like, I'm not not into it, but like I never choose it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But the, the margaritas you made me were good. Good. Right. I know. I got really good at it. And um, it's an upper actually. Tequila is actually an upper. So it's a little bit more of like a. Um, happy drunk sort of feeling, which is part of why I like it. And there's actually like science behind that. It's not just like my feeling about it. I think because of the mm. agave and whatever the roots of it are. But anyway, plug for tequila. <laughs> I don't know why. They should sponsor <laughs> us. No. But I feel like the main thing is you have to drink stuff that's 100% agave. That's where like people in the U.S. make mad mistakes with tequilas. Anything God, that's I, not I, that is like really, really like horrible grain alcohol basically. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so what, what do you have next for us? The next track that I have for y'all is from Wiki, who has a new album, and I'm very excited about it. This is featuring Duendita, and it's called Promises. I can't see no end. I swear I need me a Benz. I don't know how to drive. I ain't never drove in my life. Only ever rode me a bike. Look, you could call me crazy. My grandmother's name was Mercedes. Maiden name Garcia. My other grandma's was Brady. First name Cleo, same as my mom. She was born same day as my aunt. That's Aunt Patty. She got the same name as me. Ain't that hard? Commemorate the ladies that made me. Why I need that peace sign on my car? Maybe I'm going too far. I got a chain on my neck that I never take off even when night falls. Man, I'm just high on a wall. Sitting out Riverside Park. Feel like a fly on a wall. I insert shit, my mind goes off. 
Almost like my eyes get crossed. It's hard to follow my thoughts. Keep track of all of them at once. When I'm all alone, sometimes my mind got a mind of its own. And I know I'm grown, but sometimes it's hard to find my way home. They say it's what you make it, but sometimes it's sort of from the place you know. I still ain't made enough for my ashes to stay in dough. has a new album <laughs> my favorite irish puerto rican new yorker <laughs> are there a lot to choose from probably actually actually that's not true i have one of my best friends is an irish puerto rican new yorker so okay. oh yeah wait i think i know who you're talking about shout out liza <laughs> yeah liza liza, shout out liza. yeah yeah but you know um he, he is my favorite irish puerto rican rapper though yeah there you go there you go <laughs> So, Wiki used to be a member of Rat King um, and is solo now. Uh, you might recognize him from the show if you've been a longtime listener. His first solo album, No Mountains in Manhattan, was a real favorite of mine when it came out a couple of years ago. If you haven't heard it, I highly recommend it. I think it's so beautiful. Um, he's a real lyricist, and I think that like his bars are just like really fucking... He's a good rapper and like has really insightful things to say a lot of the time, and I think brings a really, really cool and fun perspective. Um, this, um, like I said, is from his second album, Ufi, his second solo album. And um, it came out like maybe like a week ago, maybe two by the time this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just think he's just a really talented MC. And I was really sort of surprised and excited to see that this song features Duendita who uh we've brought before and i was sort of surprised but it's you know she's very um just like this like very soulful singer um Mm -hmm. she's from queens she's puerto rican um and i just didn't expect it as a combo but it really works i i do i really love it so it's not that you don't like soulful music you just don't like it in your reggaeton (laughs) you want it in your other yeah yeah (laughs) totally totally i mean i've been like the last you know week since the new FK Twigs album came out, which is like a fucking feelings fest slash (laughs) it's also incredibly weird probably for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, it's so amazing. It's so amazing and I've been loving it, right? It's just like I feel like I'm not going to reggaeton for feelings usually. Okay. I, I seek that I elsewhere. That. I hear that. I really, I also like, I like the production a lot on this. I think that his beats are really interesting. Um, I just think he's super talented. Yeah. Go listen. Go listen to the album. Did you like the album overall? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. He has a song on it also with Princess Nokia, mm-hmm. who I think they used to date or they do date. Oh. They at least used to date. Hey, so, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's not very hot cheese, man. I think that's no, it. no, but no. <laughs> <laughs> if you like follow the dating lives of you know indie Latinx rappers, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's just it's like any small insular community. It's messy, <laughs> you know. It's gotta be. That's gotta be totally. Yeah, a lot of our picks on this episode are people with new albums, which makes sense. But 
a lot of, sometimes it's just a bunch of singles, so kind of varies. Yeah. All over the place. Mm-hmm. What do you have for us next? So this is a little bit different. Um, this song is called Hikama, and it's by Angelica Garcia. So this artist actually came to my attention thanks to an email from her label. Um, I feel like I get a lot of really off-base PR emails, not just mm-hmm. Riley Manea so related. So many off-base PR yeah, emails. Yeah, I get so many ones that I'm just in some database. Anyway, so it's, I appreciate it when something I'm like, actually, like, you know what, actually you're right. This is pretty rad. Um, so she's actually from LA, from the San Gabriel Valley. Her people are Mexican and Salvadoran, but she's been based in Richmond, Virginia for a few years, which I think is cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like not what you would expect. Um, but this song, especially the video, which y'all should definitely go to the show notes and watch, really references like Los Angeles and East LA and sort of um, the cultural upbringing that she had. Um, and I think what I like, you know, the, the music itself is not typically the stuff that I'm into, but I think what I really appreciate about her was the th- kind of the things that she's exploring in, in terms of identity around being Latinx and being American and like all of the cultural references that come through in her in the songs that she's singing and the in the visual stuff in her videos and just like particularly in this moment you know in this political moment um the complexity Mm -hmm. of that and the importance of it and the dynamics around it and so um that's what really drew me to this and what made me want to bring her music and the song to the episode yeah i really really like this i thought i think the song sounds really good and i also the visual is so beautiful Mm -hmm. there's (laughs) there's i'm not mexican obviously but oh there's a spot in the video where she's taking this, like, there's a shot of a tortilla that's, like, on fire. <laughs> she's, mm-hmm. like, putting it out a little mm-hmm. bit. And I was like, oh, man, I've been there. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I obviously heat up my tortillas, like, just, like, straight up on the gas stove, mm-hmm. like, on directly on yeah. the flame. There's, How else I, do you do it? There's no other way to do it. <laughs> I mean, if you have a comal. No sé. I do it directly on the plane. Uh, I do it directly on the fire, pero... It reminds me always that I'm, I stay burning them because I get distracted because if you do that, you like really need to be like, it's very meditative as you have to be like present with your tortilla so you can yeah. flip it before it burns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get very mm-hmm. easily distracted. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of this meme that I saw of this girl like 
taking a selfie with like one of those dog Snapchat filters, but in the background there's a tortilla on fire. Oh wow, that's real. That's real. It makes me happy. But anyway, I think this visual is so beautiful, and like I think it's like it's shot in like it looks like color slide film. Mm-hmm. It's really really pretty. Yeah, it's really beautiful. Yeah, and her voice has a real incredible kind of depth and um, personality mm-hmm. to it. You know, it just has a real depth and um, kind of, I guess we've said this a few times now, but soulfulness to it, but a very different kind of soulfulness than the kind of soulfulness we've been talking about on these other songs, you know, but, um, but yeah, it just, it really is striking. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I'm going to check out more of her stuff. This is yeah, really, it's really in my lane. Yeah, it totally is. It's from a new album called Cha Cha Palace. So there's a, a whole album of songs that, that she just released. Perfect. I'm yeah. gonna take a I'm gonna take a listen to that. And then she turned um one of the shots from this video into a t shirt. There's like a a moment in the video where she's wearing both like the Salvadoran and Mexican flags kind of over her arms. And I think mm. maybe also the American flag is in there. And so she took like a still of that and turned it into a t-shirt that she's selling and the all the profits from that go to a fundraiser for migrant organizations working on the border so you know she's definitely oh. got like a political cute bent yeah. to it as well yeah what's your last pick for this new music episode my last pick for this new music episode is in an indie pop direction this is called desastre comunal and it's by los walters Los Walters are a Puerto Rican indie pop band. I think I think we brought them before. Yeah, right? they sound no familiar say. to me. Yeah, I feel like you've brought yeah. them before. Anyway, this is dreamy, right? It's like a whole vibe. I think that when the weather turns, I, you know, I still like like my perreo and I still like like my body music, but I also like look for something that's like a little bit more, a little slower sometimes mm. just because everything's frozen and I don't know, part of like the whole aesthetic of the world shifts and mm. part, of, part of that for me is like my sonic aesthetic also like has a, has a shift sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this, um, you know, this sort of can fit into that vibe. And one thing that I really like is the extremely pointed use of cowbell. <laughs> what do you mean pointed? <laughs> What's a pointed like, use of cowbell? Like there's like a... 
Like, there's a piece where I feel like almost all of the music stops and then there's just cowbell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just like, yeah. please notice that there's cowbell in this song. You know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. other parts where the cowbell is back in there. And, like, you can, if you're, like, hearing, listening for all the elements, you're like, yeah, there's, like, that percussive element, right? Like, right. But you're not, unless you're doing that, you're probably not, like... Hmm, is that cowbell? You know, yeah. like, <laughs> unless no. that's the way you listen to music. But, right. like, right. there's a part where, like, you know, everything sort of stops and there's just, like, some cowbell and then everything all resumes. And it's like, shout out to y'all. Cannot be mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be think stage of, playing just the cowbell. Yeah, <laughs> just makes me think of, like, kindergarten, even though I know it's, like, a legit instrument. Uh-huh. But it just, like think about it in in like little kids like playing the triangle See, and the cowbell I know? love that shit I like in that way I feel like I'm like such a um caricature of like you know like a Brooklyn indie pop oh. whatever lover but like <laughs> I just like love kid instruments being incorporated into regular songs right you know? I think right. that like I just, like, love the creative use of anything that makes noise getting put into sonically complex productions, including children's toys. Right, right. Obviously, it can be corny. They're not designed as children's instruments. They're just instruments that happen to be, like, simple to play or somewhat simple to play, so they become Oh, no, yeah. Cowbell isn't. I wouldn't call cowbell a children's instrument. All the children do play it, like the triangle, whatever. But, like, but I'm talking about literally, like, Fisher-Price keyboards. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Like, like I... Different, different. I'm into that. (laughs) Like, I, like, like, if you, like, bring a Fisher-Price keyboard on stage and make some shit that sounds fire with that, I am very impressed. (laughs) And this is not part of a new album. This is just a a, a single? No, although I hope there's a new album coming because their last album was, like, in 2016. Um, And so I hope that there's just new music coming. I was supposed to see them at Remesas Nuevo Noise Showcase, uh, that happened a couple weeks ago, but oh, I had like a work dinner and that just started at like 6 p.m. I was like, oh, you know, usually I would be into a show that starts at 6 p.m. Yeah. We can get to bed at a reasonable hour. Right. But oh, I, you know, I had something else to do at that time. I, my plan was like after the work dinner, I was going to go to the show, but para esa hora ya había terminado. Right. Bummer. Yeah, but you've so seen them I was before. About to visit. They were performing with Balloon. Yeah, I've seen them before and they're super fun live. Awesome. What else do you have for us? All right. What are we ending on? Yeah, we're ending on a different mood, as we usually do. So this is called Duro 2005 by Laguni Chonga.
So I think this is the kind of Urbano vibe that you were talking about at the beginning of this episode. Right, Beto? Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit like Maduro, you know? Yeah. This is more of like on the indie tip, though. A little bit more of like a Lagunichonga is a little bit more underground. Yeah. So um, credit goes to Elena for turning me on to this song. Um, I have to admit, though, I actually really, really hate air horns. I have like a, mm-hmm. I have like a pet peeve against air horns that I blame on um, some amateur or mediocre DJs. No shade to the DJs, but there's some folks who just need to, I think, insert themselves into the songs that they're playing in unnecessary ways, like adding a ton of air horn in the middle of a song. And like, yeah, and I'm like, we're literally just trying to enjoy this music and like the air horn is not doing anything for you. Uh, there's like one DJ that really overuses the air horn and it's just like, it really, like one night at a, at a um, party with this person and I was like gonna lose my shit over the air horn. So... I had to get over that for the song, but um, I think there's a really big difference between a DJ adding an air horn to something and an artist themselves choosing to integrate it into the track, you know, because like an artistic mm-hmm. integrity thing happening. So um, if you get past the beginning and the air horn, I mean, there's more air horn throughout, but it opens with some serious air horn. Um, I just really, really like the, I really like this track. I mean, it's literally duro as the title of it implies and yeah, um, it's super hard hitting. Yeah, have you um, been into Lagunichonga before? I didn't know, even know that she existed, so this was a total oh, like really? new. I know, I totally missed it somehow because she's Cuban huh. and like from Miami. Yeah, and, I'm surprised. Um, has been around I for a minute. You would have known about her. No, I yeah, didn't. Yeah, she's been doing it. She's been doing it for a minute. You've been following her? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I like I know her. I know her work. She's yeah. She's been no. doing it for a minute. Yeah. No, I totally missed it. I totally missed it. Um, I mean, you, y'all I'm should go. Falling t- down on my duties. Should have shared are. it with you. How did you not share this with me? How did you not bring this to Riley Minnette? Bring any music to Riley Minnette? This is I a new just, song, I obviously. I just assumed you knew about it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Um, I mean, I feel like the people I know who listen to Cuban music aren't listening to this. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is not what my yeah, father's yeah. listening to. So. <laughs> my brother. Theo isn't listening to Lagunichonga. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know. I hope you all liked meeting my, my communist Theo Jose <laughs> on a recent episode. If you missed that, you have to go back and listen to um, Soundtrack de la Lucha and you'll, you'll hear a cameo from my communist Theo. Um, no, he doesn't listen to the, he doesn't listen to reggaeton at all. Uh, he's still listening to like you know, La Nueva Trova and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, he's still stuck in that era. Um, <laughs> yeah. My brother listens to more like Cuban reggaeton stuff. Although I feel like more from cute, like Cubaton. Anyway, no, I did not know about La Guanichanga. So here I am catching up, um, catching up. Cause yeah, she's been doing her thing since like 2013. Um, her first few years of stuff was in English and then she started producing and putting out music in Spanish in 2016. Um, so this is kind mm-hmm. of in that vein. And what did you think of it? I liked it. I like it. I think this is fun. Yeah. Y'all should take check out the video. There's some pretty amazing, like, Cuban flag, like, sequined outfits that have a look. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, mm-hmm. Miami. It's, like, there's, like, Cayocho. Like, it's a whole it's a whole mood. It's a whole Miami mood. Um, she also did a music video at Eight Months Pregnant, which I think is pretty amazing. It's not this video. That she has, I fucking love. I know. I know. It, I feel like she has, like, an Evie Queen vibe to me. You know, like, a similar sort of badass woman. I mean, I think they have some aesthetic Mm, things in common. She said like in some interviews that she'd really love to collaborate with her. Um, I mean like, Mm -hmm. you know, who doesn't want to collaborate with Evie, but, um, but yeah, Yeah, that's sort of eight months pregnant in a video kind of thing. I feel like, I don't, 
I mean, Evie, I don't remember if she did stuff when she was pregnant, but I feel like she would, you know, she would like rock that mm-hmm. belly and like whatever kind of thing. So I appreciate that. Yeah. But I think this, this gets at the like harder, I know it's like more indie, right? It's not sort of the mainstream reggaeton, but I think it gets at like the kind of harder vibe that you were saying that is what you prefer. Yeah. It's definitely not romantic. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, they're definitely talking about sex. romantic. <laughs> what? They're definitely talking about sex. <laughs> Yeah, is sex and romance the same though? I don't know the same place. No, they're not. I mean, they're sex not. can be romantic, yeah, but they're not. it's not inherently so. And you can have like intense sex in the context of something romantic, but yeah, no, this is not. This is not yeah, romantic. Yeah, that's what I said. You know, it can be romantic, yeah. but it's not inherently so. Yeah, I I'm curious about the 2005 reference in the title. Um, I don't know the story there. Whether she's referencing like 2005 reggaeton or 2005 something. From her life, um, she may be like the class of two thousand five, like Kian Sabe. I don't know the, <laughs> I don't know the um, the story behind that. But I know she started making music when she was in college. So, and she's now based in L.A. So I also wonder if she and Kat okay. Dahlia ever hang so out. So she's not in Miami anymore. No, she's not in Miami. She's in L.A. now. Interesante. Yeah, she went to L.A. to try to pursue music. So I don't. I wonder if she and Kat Dahlia hang out. Too like I mean, there's a, quite a few Cubans from Miami and L.A., but that's another one that I know. In the music industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't I actually didn't know the reference, the Chonga reference. Um, maybe other people are way more up on that, but I had to to read an interview with her to like learn more about the like Chonga aesthetic, but it's like a very Miami kind of like Chola, sort of like the equivalent of a Chola, but in a in the Miami context it's Chonga. Sort yeah, of like yeah. hoop earrings, you know, lip liner nameplate, that kind of Latina aesthetic. Things you don't know yep. when you grow up in North Carolina. I feel like I learned that I didn't. I also didn't grow up in Florida, so I didn't like grow up with the term chonga. But I think through organizing, I learned mm-hmm. like organizing with Florida people. I learned what, yeah. a, what a chonga is. Uh, yeah. Latinas are too. Right. Our Florida that makes folks. sense. Yeah. Well, a roller coaster as always. <laughs> through the many you know, types of music we well, like. If we're gonna give you the new music, los tenemos que mantener al tanto de todo, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here it is. All right, friends. Thank you so, so much for listening. As always, all the um, videos and information about these songs are linked in our show notes at RadiMenea.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. We are posting stuff for y'all there all the time. And we also have a cute newsletter. Check it out. If you didn't check out last week's episode, Vero did a great interview with with, uh, Nino Agustin, who has a new album out as well. So you should check that out. It was really, really fun. And his music is fire. Bueno, bueno. Hasta la próxima, babies. Bye. Lo que hacía falta, Poker, la pose de oro, George,